Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. It is Matt. And it is Greg, and we are the bottom, bottom tier. tier. Oh, man. We, that's like the third time in a row that we've nailed that. It's called paying attention, <laughs> Greg. Which we do so, so rarely, Matt. I was like, man, Greg's going to say it, so I'm going to say it, so it sounds cool on the internet. And it did sound cool, and it is on the internet, right? Yeah. This very moment, friends... We're back. We're back. Yes. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised anymore. I'm not surprised. No, we're we're here. We're consistent. It's awesome. If you guys don't know, we are a flesh and blood podcast that likes to really dive into, uh, you know, not the str- a little bit of strategy, but mostly just to have fun of the game and talk about this thing that we love. Exactly. Bring, so, build a community of funness. Exactly. So many people out there are are you know, super hardcore, really into all of the super competitive like specific little deck building tips and all that stuff and that's wonderful but where's the space for the people who just like to have a good time mm-hmm. and of course on our youtube you'll see all those things but yeah but you know that's just that's, comes to the territory that's because youtube you know the algorithm rewards certain things the podcast is where it is my friends yeah the podcast is where the real stuff happens yeah, real stuff Guys, uh, it is still amongst spooky spoiler season. Spooky spoiler season. Uh, and we have been getting so many more spoilers. And so let's just kind of jump right in uh, straight away into the news of what's going on uh, with these cards. We talked a lot last week about other stuff. So if you want to hear about like rock and and uh some of the because other weapons why wouldn't you want to hear That's more about one. rock yeah if you want to hear about that you can go listen to our last episode but there was about five or four or five more cards that came out four. since then yeah so uh greg take it away what was number one all right well so uh we'll we'll just we'll just run through these in whatever order i feel like letting us run Ooh. through it in. so let's start out with uh let's start out with a weapon uh let's start out with the Quicksilver Dagger. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Uh, warrior Weapon, Dagger, one-handed. Uh, one base power once per turn for one resource, attack. Uh, if another weapon you control has gained go again this turn, Quicksilver Dagger has go again. Dang. Well, guess what? We have a Kadachi for Warriors. <laughs> Da-da. Yay. Is it better? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> it uh, for a warrior, sure. Because how many times are you going to end up with a zero-cost pitch if, if you're playing warrior, right? So if they yeah. had just ported Kodachi over like directly, it wouldn't have worked all that well. Mm-hmm. This one, though, pretty nice. It's pretty good. Because really, as a warrior, you want to you know swing sword, give it go again swing sword again yeah basically and, and like it could go really well it doesn't go really well with like hatchet of body or mind but i mean they attack for two at least um or uh probably you'll put a centauri saber with this sword right first place give, i went with it yeah. give that give that go again be able to do that i think this weapon to be honest we saw another warrior weapon come out uh last last week or the weeks before with the axe that's really really mm-hmm. costly mm-hmm. i feel like this weapon is the one that's meant for bolton because it reduces some of the costs that you need to do and allows Bolton to utilize his weapons more and then continue to do stuff to charge his soul. I can see that. Yeah. So I feel like this is a really good like combo one for Bolton. Uh, and you could be able to kind of have a little bit more out for that. So I, I like it. I'm, I'm stoked on it for those Bolton players out there. You're never going to switch away from Sabres for Kasai, I don't think. But, uh, Probably not, but I mean, we, we still have a lot of cards in this set to be revealed yet. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that we'll see some like real new synergies for all the warriors. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe you do run Kasai with uh with a saber and a quicksilver. You never know. I, I mean, it's free for Kasai, so I mean that's good. It's one go again for free. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I'm stoked. That's a good. That's a good uh, little 
it's just it's just solid. It's yeah. just it's it's a little niche, but it's very usable. Yeah. And for people who want that little bit of like a like a faster attack sort of warrior deck. And also because it hits for one, people are gonna be more like, I'm not gonna block, and then you get them with the in the swing. Right, exactly. And then you're hitting them for four. Exactly. So or it's, it's you know, you big. just you just stab a bunch of little dragons with it. That's true too. Right. That's true. I like that one. That's a good one. I know we just kind of like abrasively just jumped right in here, but yeah, we didn't have like much pro. Like usually we take a couple of minutes and we like ease people into this stuff, but no, no, we're, just, we're in it. We're in it to win it. We're going top tier. <laughs> Matt, stop it! You're scaring me. <laughs> I'm not comfortable here anymore. Sorry. All right, next card. Uh, <laughs> just moving right along here. Um, let's, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and do the one that was revealed at the same time as Quicksilver. Um, this one is a ninja card. It's just a ninja non-attack action. Um, predatory streak. Um, now we have this confirmed in red. I don't think, think that we have it confirmed in yellow or blue yet. Yeah. Um, is it common or rare? Uh, all we have is promo right now. Okay, so okay. don't know. Um, but the red one at least is red. So one pitch, zero cost. Uh, effect, create three crouching tigers in your banished zone. You may play them this turn, go again, and blocks for two. What the hell is a crouching tiger? I don't know. It Other could. than a pretty good movie from the 90s. I mean, well, I have a theory on that. You ready for that? Please tell me that it's just going to be Michelle Yeoh on like a no my theory card and my th- yeah no my theory is we have Crouching Tiger that means Jermai has a hidden dragon oh my god <laughs> invoke hidden dragon what <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great but no I, don't, I it's either a new card that's able to be playable because it's gonna be banished which is a key word um, but it could be a weird token that does something too like 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 a like an ally or something that has that you summon out of the banished zone or something like that like I mean like the thing that Crouching Tiger is so like Ninja is like martial arts movements so it yeah. could just be like a weird martial art thing to add on to things or maybe add a com uh, my thought is if it's a token maybe it's something where it's like i add combo keyword to this and that could be do some certain effects as well something like that maybe yeah, yeah. or like uh you know target action card with combo gains go again or something like yeah. that so you don't necessarily have to you know play your head jab before open the center in order to keep the chain going you can kind of work it a little bit yeah like and if that even if your draws aren't great and if it's only red for that that means you can make nine crouching tigers in your banished zone so it means something but if they have yellows and blues that means you're probably going to get two and then two one. and then exactly yeah so but it costs one to do uh it's free it's free yeah so i I think it's going to be a token of some type because that seems really powerful if it's going to be a card called Crouching Tiger. Yeah, it, it definitely seems too good to be like, even to be like a Phoenix Flame sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I, I like that, the aim counter, like... I, we don't know. Like what the heck's going on? This like, set's added new rules. More questions than answers here in Flesh and Blood. And it's not even spoiler season yet. Right? Like like the vast majority of the cars that they're spoiling haven't been. I, I looked at the list of people who still have to go yet, and it's like it's like everybody other than us. Well, we haven't hit it yet. So like, here's the deal: is like we the spoiler season's going from like October 31st to November 2nd. That's when they were supposed to do the spoilers. These are all like stuff that was not announced that's just coming out. Like so that earlies, makes me curious yeah. of like. What's the big reveal that they wanted to date it out? Because these seem to be the tiny ones that are right. whatever. But so. like, still, DM Armada has theirs to do yet. Capolo has his to do. Uh, Red Zone Rogue, Teclo Foundry, Arsenal Pass, Fluke and Box. Like, a lot of like really big names still haven't revealed anything. Maybe yet. we need to check so, our email. <laughs> man, maybe we do. Because seriously, it's like Yazzie's <laughs> on here. 
We'll get there. Don't worry. One day. Kagane. Mel- Melody Likes is on here. Heck yeah, Mel. Yeah. I don't know if they like to be called that or not. I don't actually know them, but I like their content. Anywho, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep moving on with the, with the spoiler cards, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's I'm really tired. And I'm really awake. Yeah, so yeah. the energy's a little funny in the room right now. Anywho, uh, let's move on. Let's do another weapon, Matt. Let's talk about another weapon. Yes. Uh, we have kind of a cool one, frankly, a wizard weapon, uh, two-handed staff, surgeon aether tide, once per turn action for two resources, deal one arcane damage to opposing hero, go again. The first card you play each turn with an arcane damage effect instead deals that much arcane damage plus X, where X is the damage dealt by surgeon aether tide this turn. That makes me really excited. Uh, because I don't think wizard has anything that boosts weapons like magic abilities. Um, not like not explicitly. Yeah. So I thinking as far as I I'm thinking because it's going to be a warrior wizard emperor that they may make some wizard cards that boost wizard staffs or like the weapons of wizards kind of like warriors do. So I think the next attack you declare gains plus two arcane damage or something. So this might be really cool to be like, here you go. Now it does this much more arcane damage and this much more. And, and that would be really, really neat to be able to see and, and make, make that, suspension of the storm striders make a little bit more sense and it sort of changes up the whole like wizard flow too because with, with kano and with icelander right now really what you want to do is you want to set things up to be able to take as much action on your opponent's turn as yeah. possible whereas this because uh aether tides effect isn't an instant it's an action you have to do it on your turn yeah. so it really encourages the wizard to sort of pull back from that our turn not your turn sort of mentality and really play a little bit differently which is super interesting right or like save your attack like with those auras that mm-hmm. came out yeah. uh, with the last um, armory kits that everyone's been getting blessing could, of aether play could play the blessing of aether out attack with that you attack for four that means definitely unless they have full mole rune which is really rare that means definitely something squeaking by mm-hmm. and that means your next attack is a little bit buffed for it exactly so i like and i like the weapon play it, so. it's really good like really most of the weapons that they revealed so far for this set um have been really have been really cool like just really solid like, but weapon not type broken cards. like i there's not no, broken there's no, no they're, rosetta they're balanced. Thing, you know like yeah it's, yeah, yeah. it's very thin, there's nothing like, that's like out and away like oh my god except maybe hanabi blaster that seems like it's going to be a new thing. You're right. I was thinking about that the other day. That, That's definitely going to be making that one's all real good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, really good. The art's really nice too. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the Marvel art. Yeah, on looks this great. One yet, but it's gorgeous. Uh, I'm just, I'm man, I'm so ready for this set. Um, and then the final card that we have, and this one does come in rainbow. Uh, Water glow lantern, zero cost illusionist action. Um, reveal the top card of your deck. If it's red, create a spectral shield token. Go again to block. So obviously, Dromai gets to do spectral shield builds now. Woo! I mean, that's pretty cool, right? I really like that. Uh, be able to block on purpose with those things and just make Dromai. Honestly, this could make Dromai like even more controlling. Oh yeah, absolutely. Be like, with yeah, I'm blocking all the time. Literally Constantly. everything. I'm no longer actually attacking you that much. I'm just sitting here waiting. And oh look, these three spectral shields. I'm actually running that one weapon that allows you to attack with them. <laughs> I think that's only a prism weapon. I think that was banned. Oh no, you could do the iris. Yeah. Disgusting. Horrifying. That means you have to run a lot of blues though, and that card doesn't work well with them. No, it does not. Uh, so it gets a little funny, but there is a blue variant of it. There you go. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it's blue, create a spectral shield token. So you could run a deck of entirely blue cards. Wow. That's actually, hmm. 
Interesting. Right? That means yellows are definitely going to be running prism. Maybe oh, we'll get yeah. a blue illusionist. We have a red illusionist. Right. We have a yellow no illusionist. We'll have a blue illusionist. Right, exactly. Interesting. Right? Interesting. And I then, like of course, that. it gives Prism a little bit more uh, flexibility in uh, in Blitz, Blitz and Commoner because this is a common card. Yeah. Commoner is going to be great. Like, this will be great for Commoner. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Yeah, we'll That's see. Gonna cool, we'll see Prism's going to be even better now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but that's it. That brings us up to uh, to the totality of spoilers so far. Pretty good little set. I'm this stoked. Last week, I'm really stoked. Like all these cards look very unique and uh, interesting, like builds and stuff. But it made me think of something, Greg. Did that it. I want to throw past you. Please do. So, as I said before, none of these weapons have seen, except for the mechanologist. But the mechanologist one also doesn't seem like game breaking. Like, oh, we'll never be able no, to beat no, this, no, right? No. Uh, something that's happened in the past with sets is like there's always something that's like that's a steeple card and we're forever going to have that. There's mm-hmm. been no steeples revealed, right? Yeah, there, there's nothing so far that I that I I feel like would be a like everybody can use this to a certain extent. Sort of, it's, yeah. it's all been fairly niche stuff so far. Yeah, and like I mean, we have the royal stuff and whatever, but we still need to see those royal cards to really understand what that means. W- but we really don't have much royal at all at this point. Yeah, but I think we're going to get. One broken X steeple card that oh, everyone's going to so. want to use. And uh, I have a theory that it's going to be a generic weapon that needs to show up next. Man, I really hope so, frankly. And it's going to be something that people are going to be like, wow, I want to use that over like my normal weapon. Right. And so like that that's a really interesting sort of path to take. And I really hope that you're right. Because as we've seen with Talishar, mm-hmm. uh, the Lost Prince, not the fabulous website that allows you to play the game online with friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, quick shout out, I guess, to Talishar.net. Uh, really good, really cool service. Not sponsored. <laughs> not not sponsored at all, but uh, we like it. Uh, but so we've seen with, uh, with the Lost Prince that there's some really interesting builds that you can do with that weapon that you wouldn't ordinarily be, you know, think of doing otherwise. Yeah. Uh, it's had success with, with some Levia builds, with some dash builds. So if we can see like a, a good generic weapon, that's like, Oh my God, that really like opens up a different sort of, you know, tack to build some of these heroes with. I think that that's phenomenal. And in it, addition to, uh, you know, buffing merchant and right. All I, of those and I think it's going to be more. like a legendary generic weapon. I hope so. That was, that's my thought. I think it'd be cool. It'll be called like Talishar Rosetta Thorn. You know? <laughs> and instead of attacking for two arcane, two physical, it'll be four arcane, four physical. Yeah, exactly. Completely balanced in all yeah, ways. Yeah. And cost two. And you'll be like, oh my gosh. Wow. So so the best weapon in the game. All right. Forget okay, about, cool. I guess forget, I'm going to play this. Forget Duskblade. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. No, it's not going to be like that. But I mean, I do think we're going to see a generic weapon and it's going to be maybe a legendary uh, but again, this is like my second set ever, so I'm probably really wrong. But that is a hope I would have is to see like something like that. That'd be really cool. Because I, what I like about this is, it's so far the set has made me think like, oh, I could build around this and change the way that these decks feel. Like I feel like it's a very good supplemental set to almost be like, we're changing the game because we're gonna make sure every hero now feels like there's three different versions of that hero, right? Yeah. And so I feel like if they do a generic weapon that just adds another version of each hero that people can play around. So just, I just, think that's just that fun. much more freedom, yeah. that much more flexibility to really dig in and play the hero and play the games that you want to play in the way you want to do it. Yeah. Just the coolest part about this game is all the, the different ways that exist just kind of by default to build these different heroes. So anything that they do that brings more diversity to that sort yeah. of setup, 
like I'm, I'm 100% for that. And I really hope that they focus on that. I really hope that they focus on like good generics in general. Yeah. Um, not that, not that, you know, the last couple of sets have been, you know, bad insofar as that goes. Well, but, I mean, I mean, yeah, we have like a steeple that was made last time, which was, um, uh, Oasis respite, you know, Oasis respite, um, respite. Or however you pronounce it, who cares? Uh, you know what I mean. I, I know what you English. mean. We're <laughs> English. What is? Um, but you got Oasis, uh, Scar for a Scar just got reprinted recently, and that's a great card, right? Um, so like, so obviously they're doing stuff with it. Um, we're but, definitely going to get. I, in my opinion, we're probably going to get Command and Conquer again. Uh, there's definitely going to be a reprint. I personally still hope that they knock it down in rarity a little bit. Uh, so it's so it's you know accessible to That'd people. Be huge, but uh, they're probably not going to. My my hopes and dreams for CNC to be a token is is not <laughs> is not. Crouching Tiger's just like oh, we actually just met in CNC. Yeah, surprise! <laughs> it's, it's Command and Conquer, but it has a little tiger art now. <laughs> no, you can't use it with the Emperor's effect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see a couple of reprints, I think. But I really, I really want like a new flush of good generic cards that you so you can go back to some of the older heroes some of the older decks and sort of bring them up into sort of the modern play yeah for sure absolutely it's interesting because this game has been out for three years now happy third birthday fab yeah third birthday uh, worlds is its birthday which is really exciting which is happening in a couple weeks but uh i was thinking about it and like the card pool is because it's my first TCG, so my like I may go on a little tangent here, but like I almost feel like I know every card, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh, I understand every card, which is very surprising because there's hundreds of cards and all that stuff. And so like I'm I'm really excited for this set because I feel like it's going to bring a freshness to it and a freshness to that stuff, which is what it's meant to do. But yet, like uh, when I play these games, especially in Commoner, all of a sudden those common cards that aren't used anymore become very surprising, like. Arcane Rising might be the most surprising common cards because I'm like the least familiar with it because yeah. all of a sudden they'll be like cavern cavernous like cat like crevice or whatever it is I don't know whatever <laughs> but it's like uh like the boat and whenever that attacks for six and, I've you know, opened like one pack of Arcane Rising in my life I don't know this set yeah it's crazy so like I I'm excited to be able to have that new fresh experience to be able to see those things kind of happen because it does change the way that things are built. But ultimately, like it kind of changes um, the way that commoner is played too, because I feel like the common cards that come out in every set have really affected that format the most. Oh, absolutely! Which is really, really cool. Like it's a it's a really cool format. If you guys haven't played uh, in that format, shout out to to play some commoner. The shout great. out to shout out to commoner in general. Like commoner is just a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. And I mean, you you you're entirely correct. Like the 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 new influx of card is 100 percent going to shake it up. Hopefully, in some really like interesting ways. Yeah. Like the the like the coolest thing for me about the uh, breaking it up between like sort of like main or core sets and the supplemental sets. Yeah. Is that the supplementals really give the chance for the people developing the game to look back at like concepts that they had previously or stuff that they just sort of like set breadcrumbs for and really like start to tie those things together and bring forward some synergies and stuff. Um, so I'm like, honestly, I'm just like super excited 
to see what kind of comes next. Like all of the, you know, the new weapons and the new heroes and all that is, is super cool and everything. But like, show me some of the utility stuff. Show me some of the, you know, the glue that holds the decks together. Because yeah. you, you can't, you know, you can't shove an entire deck full of, you know, channel mount heroics and have it function correctly. Yeah. Uh, but you can definitely shove a deck full of scar for scars and have it function just fine. Right. So, kind of, yeah, kind of like not just fine. Like it'll work, sort of, but just it will like, be very me. good. Hit me! Oh, now I can go again forever. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would play my entire hand for free because scar for scar. Um. But yeah. So like, the common cards are really like the the foundation of everything. So if if your commons are good, then you have the freedom to really play yeah. with the rares and the majestics and all that. Um, but if your commons suck, then it doesn't matter how good your rares and your majestics are because you get like what five of those in a in a box or something. Right. So like, who cares? I've got nine hundred of these other things that all suck. So and I'm, I'll admit, like I don't think it's rares that are the problem. Rares barely like affect it too much because they're just a yeah. secondary common. Like the majestic, secondary common. The majestics, the majestics are the things that really change like those games completely. 100%. And so like I think, um, I think that's interesting. Of like. Uh, the, the difference between commoner and blitz right now is like commoner just got rid of legendary equipment and the M's and it feels like a more playable format because you're not getting super bl- accessible. Anybody like, can jump into it and you, your rounds can last a little bit longer, but it feels a little bit more balanced and mm-hmm. close. Right. Mm-hmm. While blitz is just like, ah, like it's just done. Like you're well, just blitz, like, yeah, I'm playing and it's done. Cause, Cause blitz has all like the full fat, like high power cards yeah. and half the life totals. Yeah. So I, I enjoy blitz. I like playing blitz, um, but it is definitely like blitz is an appropriate name for it. Cause it's a, it's a very fast format. Even the slow decks move fast. In for blitz. sure. It's just like the blitz format has been mentioned lately as being like the entry format. When I think like LSS should be like, Commoner's the entry, then we have Blitz, and then we have that. And maybe we see Commoner at the next Worlds. <laughs> Man, like like for realsies. Like, That'd be uh, so cool. Commoner's going to be at Worlds. Um, I was just reading this earlier yeah. today, actually, uh, as, as like a side event. Um, but perhaps ne- perhaps for the next Worlds, we'll get like an actual like World Commoner Cup. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. Right? And we'll be there with our commoner commentating the yeah. entire time yeah 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 commoner commentating that's but no, that's that's the dream that's everyone. the dream right now then that's my weird tangent of like standing up for commoner and like what this set's going to do for that which makes me really excited to just see what more of those common cards are going oh, to be because we've been seeing these weapons i don't know what rarity they are because they're just showing the the um marvels of them and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see what what the core of this like base set's going to be. And like the fact that they haven't done a big reveal yet, like official big reveal yeah. makes me like, what is in this set? That's going to be wild. You know, like right. what is going to be coming back? Like, is there another tunic that's going to be like, Oh, this is better than tunic. Or are we going to get like, we have like the steeple head and the steeple chest. Are we going to get steeple legs now? You know, like what's going to, or the weapon? Like I'm really excited to be able to see what that is. Yeah. You and me both, man, like really honestly, like the best part on about like the preseason leading up to this is all of like everybody just, yeah, what's the next thing? Oh, look at this card. It kind of sucks, but it's new. And then it's like two weeks later. Everyone's like, this set sucks. Like <laughs> what, what about no. garbage? Yeah, like, no, no. Be cool out there. Be cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, we have another recurring segment, Greg. Do we Great transition. We do. You Are know you what, sure? You know what it is? Is it lessons learned? Lessons learned. Lessons Let's learned. 
Let's talk about it. How was your week in flesh and blood? Oh, man. It was, you know, it was kind of a slow week, to tell you the truth. Okay. Um, I ended up actually uh, playing more against uh, AI on Felt Table than I did anything else, Um, which was really neat and kind of brings me around to my lesson. Um, The lesson being, there's a bunch of different ways to, like, test decks and sort of play around with concepts and stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I played a lot of a felt table last week. Yeah. And I was testing out some new decks. Uh, Cause you know, I, I, Talishar is wonderful and I love it, but jumping into a game with a random other person can sometimes be stressful. You don't necessarily have the time to wait around to queue or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and especially with commoner being the format that I play the most often. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of test most of my decks on to start with. Um, not everybody is interested in playing it. So sometimes you have to wait around for a really long has a time. pretty long wait time. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the time of day. Exactly. Um, and I don't necessarily have, you know, an hour to wait around for somebody to jump in the lobby with me. So I've been playing, you know, against the AIs and they're, they're fair. They're not amazing, but they're fairly good. Yeah. Um, but uh, as a result of that, I was able to fine tune a couple of decks to bring into this commoner league that we play online. And uh, I, I didn't end up taking it but i i did pretty well with a deck that i had never actually played against another person before Mm -hmm. um got much closer than i think i would have otherwise because i had that sort of familiarity with it that's awesome Um, so rather than just you know sitting around and just playing my own hands and stuff i was actually able to play an actual game with some stuff that i didn't necessarily see coming and could respond to some different situations and sort of just test it out so the big lesson for me this last week has been don't be afraid to get the game in when you can where you can how you can I like it. That's a great lesson. That's really, really good. Uh, you're right. Like I felt like this last week has been really, really busy because I got a new job for those who don't yes, know. Yes, he did. Yeah. Round of applause, everybody. So, so it's exhausting. Mass to, moving like, up in the world. Woo. Yeah, it's just been exhausting learning the new schedule and stuff because I'm switching to night shift, which is why I'm like, I'm awake and you're tired. Yes, sir. Because uh, I just woke up a little bit ago. Uh, but like... Um, so yeah, I haven't had as much time as I would want to like go online and be able to practice, but I have been able to do a couple things. And so my lesson learned this week is a recurring lesson. Uh, uh, it's interesting. So look, learning your local meta is different than playing in mm. real, like in other real life. So for example, the best way to be able to see that is I feel like everyone should be practicing draft, but there needs to be a way to practice draft out in the world, a hundred percent, not in your local meta. Because what's happening now is, as I go to my local meta and participate in draft, I look at my peers that I see from week to week and go, "You're running Fi. You're running Jermai. You're running Icelander. You're running Fi. You like this you're kind of deck, a, and you like this kind a, of deck. Yeah, I'm the pivot point. I pivot." Right. So it's just like, now we have a balanced thing. Now we have a balanced ish pod and I am forced into this position of playing this hero because I'm pivot man, you know? Yeah. Like no, everyone looks at me and goes like, he's running fire. They don't know what I am because I pivot. Right. Right. And so, uh, I do. Okay. Like I got third once in one of these drafts, but I really lost last time because I decided to go Jemai and not draft dragons. I was, that was, that, that's an interesting call. Well, I was like, I'm going for Ember Moss and like, I'm going for the, yeah. but it was actually the wrong call. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you got to get a couple dragons in there at least to prevent, to, to, to make people whatever. But, um, it's interesting because like, because I know the local meta, it has this interesting spot of like, we know each other so well that we kind of know what we're going to pick. Yeah. Right. And so I really do think there needs to be something maybe on Talishar or something that remakes 
draft pods for people to be able to practice to get a more uh, like real life scenario of what it's going to be like if you go to worlds or if you go to like pro tour, because something that came back with a lot of our friends here mm-hmm. from pro tour is they were like, man, the draft was the hardest part because did really great in all the constructive yeah. stuff. The draft came draft was like, just uh, knocked them yeah, flat because everyone, you don't know what those other people are going to mm-hmm. run. And so it makes it a little bit different. And so I feel like a lesson learned is make sure you always are, going out of your comfort zone, I guess, inside those scenarios. Because when when the meta, your local meta, you already know what everyone's going to do. I think that's an unhealthy, like, local scene a little bit because you have to be like, like, they're, no one's adapting to pivot or they're really forcing into their spot. And that's great. Like, that's cool. But I don't think it's, like, astronomical in any way to, like, help improve anyone. You know well, what I'm saying? It's, it's stagnation, right? If, yeah. if you do the same thing often enough, like sure you get it down, but then everybody else around you kind of knows, like you were saying, what you're going to be doing. Yeah. And as a result, what they're going to be doing ends up being basically the same every time. And then you just have the same event over and over and over again. Yeah. So like I, I'm a hundred percent with you. One, one of the biggest things about a form, like, you know, a format like draft or like sealed deck is that it evolves a little bit every time you yeah. never have the same deck. You never have, you know, exact access to all the same stuff. Um, so you can really use it as an opportunity to try a different play style, to try a different deck build, to spread your wings a little bit and just see what else could work. Um, even if you're not necessarily like going like crazy left field with it or anything, you can still, you know, not draft dragons as Dromai and try to go for more of like a, just a tall, you know, illusionist illusionist beat stick sort of strategy, yeah. um, which, you know, did you great, but uh, the, but, but you took the swing, right? And I, that's what matters. I wanted to try it. The other thing that's interesting is I, uh, my lesson learns kind of just more I, as always conceptual, but I mean like kind of get out of your meta is the main lesson of like the draft, right? The other thing with draft is I feel like, uprising has really changed a lot of people's mindset in draft because I've drafted a couple other sets too, Mm -hmm. where everyone kind of waits where it's like, I'm going for the generics first to kind of mm-hmm. feel what everyone else is trying to do before I like move and then forward get your and class then go, specific stuff after and then that, go for yeah. that. Right. Uprising such a set where everyone's already hard drafted ready. I picked this. I'm going before yeah. they even open a pack. I feel like that's happening a lot. And so I think like, uh, draft has kind of changed its mentality in that way. Cause like when I switch from uprising to another set now, I'm already like, I'm going to be this year. This is why. And it's like, I feel like that is actually uh, hurts me in a way for that, for the draft, for the limited format. So I think that people's mind shift a lot needs to kind of go back to like, we're actually playing the me- mental game of like, who is this person and what's everyone doing? Besides See what the cards like, give you and then go from there yeah. as opposed to forcing yeah. your will on the cards. Yeah. Or I just got better at draft. I don't know. Like if it, right. one of those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the thing or whatever. So like, it's just that, like it's kind of my lesson learned is like, Hey, I'm not really enjoying the uprising ba- draft and be like, everyone's kind of like stuck in this thing. And I'd like, like, I want to switch it up and play like a different set for a second, but I understand worlds is coming and they're really pushing up. Got to work that, the uprising, which yeah. I think worlds should be like, Hey, we're throwing a monarch. <laughs> like, Surprise. It's welcome like, to wraith. Everybody. Like everyone's like, oh, I God. hope you got your foundations yeah. down. Cause everyone's running Reiner and Bravo today. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, another thing is like, uh, just, yeah. Uh, deck building, um, deck building is tricky. 
uh, especially oh, when you yeah. get into high level play. Yep. Uh, it's finding the cards you need to get rid of is the hard part. That's that's the biggest trick of it. It's, it's yeah. not necessarily the card you include. It's the card you don't include. Yeah. Like take like an elemental hero or something, yeah. for example. Just Briar. because. T- take Briar. That, Perfect. Yeah. Just because you can stack a deck with all lightning cards does not mean you should. Right. I've learned that lesson. <laughs> Firsthand. Right. Well, and then you go like, oh, that's not. Right, and then you have to be like, I need to take this out because it felt wrong. So, like, just paying attention to what feels good in your hand is something I'm constantly learning as well. And then, and then what, what synergies and stuff actually work? Because you yeah. can have the idea of what you want to have happen, and then you draw all the cards, and then they have a counter for it that you didn't even conceive of or something. Yeah. Or you just can't get the right sequence of cards or something. So it's deck building. Deck building. Oof. Those are my lessons learned. Good lessons. Drafting man. and deck building. Drafting and deck building. Who would have thought? It fundamental to the game? Oh, my gosh. What? You learn something new every week on those things. Like, no, we just learn the same things over and over again. And one day, one day they'll take <laughs> and we'll become top tier. We'll become the top. The, the top tier. Top. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much like uh, this game is really interesting. It's in an interesting spot because I feel like everyone is now waiting for the new set. And so things aren't changing too much in the meta or anything like that uh, as they're getting excited for that. Um, I am excited to kind of like, I wish there was like a season going on right now in October of like blitz or something. God, right. Cause I w- I'm kind of like CC and kind of like, yeah, we've been playing. We got to get ready for blitz for worlds. So like, uh, I wish our community was playing more blitz lately. Uh, so I could like get back into that little zone of, of thinking. Cause, uh, I'm kind of getting like this, like, all right, I'm kind of like, Tired of CC a little bit. I'm tired of, like, of draft a little bit. Yep. Like, I need something fresh. So Blitz would be good. Commoner is always a good time because I feel like our community always changes up every week. But, yeah, it's good. So I, I think the community is doing great as a whole. I just think the game is just waiting for Worlds at this point and waiting for the new yeah, set. Yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely in sort of like a like an interregnal period. Yeah. That, that is a word. You can look it up. Uh, I believe you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I deeply appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So we're definitely in that sort of like liminal space as far as, uh, as far as the game goes, because, you know, people aren't really like taking the big swings with deck building or anything right now. After the, uh, after the most recent band is suspended list, everybody just kind of polished up what they already had to suit the, uh, the current requirements and then it's just, it's just refining from there so yeah. for the last month every like everybody's just been like okay well getting the reps in with the same deck uh, well i feel like the last month has been like uh here's another lesson learned break everyone's taking a hiatus it, yeah like hey i gotta take a quick break because we had this crazy pro tour and i need to like chill out for a second and i feel like the community as a whole and air like in our local area at least is kind of just like Instead of having like twelve people show up, we have like six to set to eight. You know, like showing Slows up slows down. So bit. everyone's been taking break, but now I feel like with the three weeks left until Worlds or two weeks, we see those people coming back, being like, "I am just playing this deck to make sure I fine tune it." It's gonna so spike go. so that everybody's going to Worlds can yep. be at the top of their yep. game, and then after Worlds, we're gonna see two, maybe four weeks of people just going like, "Yep, Worlds are done. We're not playing for a little while." That's not true because then Dynasty comes out. And so everyone will be playing like oh god, I am building right, the deck. So it? it's like worlds, and then and everyone's going to just back. play exclusively dynasty, and they won't even like touch any of the old stuff. Well, I don't. I, there'll be changes. Like it, they're going to be put touching the old stuff because dynasty's not draft set. Maybe, yeah, Maybe, like like to an extent, sure. But but w- when I say old stuff, I don't mean necessarily like oh no one's going to play Bravo for like the next six months or anything. I mean like 
sort of the old concepts of the decks, they'll move away from, I think, what has been into the full new, like, like, we're not seeing people get super experimental right now because Worlds is coming up. Yeah. Once Worlds is over and the new deck and the new set drops, we're gonna we're gonna see so much. Like I'm gonna like be playing the, in that space. It's gonna be so much fun. Creativity is coming out yeah. at that point because there's no major tournaments uh, for a little bit after Worlds. Um, the brand new set comes out, and then it's all it's mostly just armory events and stuff for the. Yeah. For the and it gets to be while. kooky and crazy, and, and it gets like be it. a little kooky, a little crazy, yeah. and have a good time. Christmas comes early, you know. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Christmas in November. Yeah, here in Flesh and Bloodland. Yeah, so it's gonna be awesome. Like I'm really excited for the future of it. Like it's, it, I'm excited to go play armory tonight and all that stuff, and be able to see all the people prepping for worlds. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of where the space is at. Uh, it's it's interesting, like. Uh, uh, it kind of feels like a te- like a weird lull right now in the community. Uh, and new like news is just like that's all that's feeding us is like, yeah, new thing, yeah, new thing. So I feel like there's nothing like crazy like happening. It's, it's like, just it's just like yeah. all anticipation right now yeah. for the upcoming stuff. So I'm excited for it, and I hope you guys are excited too out there on the interwebs. It's going to be a really cool set, and I'm excited to be able to kind of think of builds. But maybe uh, next week or something, we can kind of like maybe we can take some of the cards and build strategies around them and talk about like how we can build a strategy around some of the things we've seen. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, two casuals are going to be sitting down and talking about their deck building strategies. You will probably want to miss it. You'll pr- no. What? <laughs> Don't even say that. All right, guys, like and subscribe because Greg said that. Right? Yeah, Show yeah. me Double that down. I'm wrong. Double down. Prove that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Honestly, we are very close to hitting our 100 number oh, for YouTube. So, close. so if you guys could definitely, like, uh, it just takes a quick second to go on YouTube and search a bottom tier podcast and just hit that subscribe button. Uh, that would help us out a lot. I know there's a lot of people that download the podcast. There's a lot more that download and listen on other sites outside of YouTube. So if you could do that real fast, that'd be awesome because I just want to be able to change the domain. God, right. And we'll have some spooky content come out next week. I apologize that there hasn't been content as crazy as it's been this past week because of this whole shift. I am relaxing a little bit. Uh, as well as well you should matt you you deserve a little bit of a break <laughs> you double deserve a little bit of a break for doing a voice there at the end of that last yes, phrase yes. really dug it uh, this is that's what this is how i think the emperor talks about <laughs> you know what honestly i believe that that sounds exactly like that guy looks yeah <laughs> <laughs> the voice changed the word now he's a pirate he's the emperor he gets to be whatever he wants to be that's why he's the emperor you know, uh, the hero I'm most excited for to come out in this Dynasty set is the character that's on Belittle. Uh, his name's Torbjorn <laughs> <laughs> from Overwatch. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? If, if that was actually going, like, man, you had me there for a second. Like, I was like, oh, man, does, does Matt have, like, some info that I don't? <laughs> Are we getting the guy from Belittle? Because I, uh, no lie. I would love it. I would play yeah. that dwarf character. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like the fantasy dwarf character, not like, you, you understand. I would play that little man, yeah. like, in a heartbeat. I yeah. think that'd be amazing. Fun fact, uh, I was talking to some other people in our armory as we were thinking about Flesh and Blood as a whole, and you kind of just, like, sparked this in my head. Is like, there's no, there's a lot of human uh, races, I guess, in flesh and blood as a whole for heroes. There's only like two orcs 
and a mechanologist as far as like fantasy races wise, the, uh, the, or, the, and a robot, the, right? The, the, the robot and there's Reinar and Ko, and that's pretty much yeah. It. And 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 if I understand the lore correctly, they're not actually like a separate species; they're just like uh, like a, a humans who are adapted to the Savage Land or something. Yeah. yeah. So there's no like fantastical like fantasy trope races, which is very fascinating. Like we don't have the elves, the high fantasy like elves. Uh, we but that Minnowism card does show we have dwarves, right? Yeah. Like, I, I believe that is unless it is just you know just just a small person either but, way dwarf right or yeah so exactly like, I think that I, I hope that's the proper get in the comments and yell guys at us please on. yell at us if we are not using the correct yeah, terminology yeah, yeah. but we don't want to use the wrong terminology right. but I am stoked because like it's like we that would be another fantasy race to be able to do because nothing it would be cooler to me than having a kobold <laughs> oh my god. As I a just, playable hero. I just got like Neverwinter Nights flashbacks. Kobold like, mechanologist. I've got, like, I've got like Deacon just doing lines in my head now. Yeah. Like I would like that, you know, but like we need to have some more of that fantastical stuff. So flesh and blood, get on that. Bird people. Bird people would be cool. James White. James White. You, you Bird listen. People. You listen. Bird people. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> but guys, uh, thank you for listening to the Bounty Podcast. I am Matt. And I am Greg. Friends, we hope you have a great, great rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Stay frosty by yourself. Boop.